Atheist Nomads, episode 185, news for February 9, 2017. The podcast you're about to listen to includes cursing and talking about hoo-hahs. Please be advised. Welcome to another episode of Atheist Nomads. I am Dustin. Joining me as always is Wesley. Hello, everybody. And Lauren. Hooray! Harumph. <laughs> Harumph. <laughs> We're recording this a day late, and that means I have very little time after we get done recording to get this done if I want to go get some sleep. So, oh, uh, yeah, true. Minimal editing. If I don't mark it, I'm not editing it. So, listeners, this will be fun. Yay. Yes. Bear with us. So, I, this will be great. I do have a plan that, that's, that's kind of brewing in my head for future Dustin Off the Degree segments. Um, mm. Digging into, like, compare and contrast between different eschatological viewpoints across christendom what does that mean you said scat that means uh the end of days so the various versions of the apocalypse so get the like the secret rapture the mormon ideas the catholic versions the mainstream protestant version of it the adventist version cover all those in details and also of course you have to have the whose way of preparing is crazier adventist or mormon because they both do it or evangelical they take over the governments and then just yeah <laughs> flush that down the toilet i don't know it's it's take over the government so that they can bolster israel so they can rebuild the temple and go sacrifice a heifer <laughs> poor heifer <laughs> and start armageddon but they Heifer's have to have the armies already daisy. it might be and they are really actually you know there are a couple crazy people up in like michigan trying to raise a perfectly red heifer now but this is all stuff that i'm planning on for the future but this week that's not what i want to talk about future future this week um so in in nearly the nearly five years of doing this podcast we have tried to keep our news coverage yeah yeah we have tried to keep our (laughs) news coverage focused on stories relating to terrible things done by organized religion and its leaders and discriminatory yeah discriminatory actions of governments in the name of religion. We have covered science and anti-science bullshit. We have covered broader humanistic concerns relating to the rights of the LGBT community, women, and ethnic minorities. But we have generally limited that when it hasn't been clearly religiously motivated, even if we haven't specifically spelled out the religion angle, such as gay marriage, all of the arguments against it were religious. We didn't keep repeating that that was the argument that was happening because that would have been redundant. But we did continue to talk about the fight that was happening. Uh, From what we've seen so far from the Trump administration, we have seen science, gay rights, women's rights, and minority religions coming under attack. And these are all things that we would normally cover. But as much as all this is horrible, attacks against the press, the rule of law, checks and balances, and erosion of democracy are far more concerning to me. The analogy I want to use is that with an invading army, should you still defend the small villages that raiding parties are going after or keep all of your forces focused on the massive army that is marching towards the capital? He's been watching Marco Polo. So <laughs> Mongols. <laughs> Thinking uh, about Mongols. Yes. Yeah, I was kind of wondering where that was coming from. All right. When the Mongols are heading towards your capital, yes, do you fight the hordes that are attacking the villages, or do you wait for the mass so the coming horde your to capital? surround you? That's kind of what I'm seeing with this. Our 
Our normal concerns, yes, those are all still there. There is theocratic bullshit going on. There is separation of church and state issues all over the place. Women and gay rights are under attack. Science is under attack. Just education in general is under attack. Of course, at yeah. what point do you just jump ship? That No, that's not the question I'm wanting to, to talk about. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sad, <laughs> it's, sad, hopeless... I think we, we we definitely need to fight. We already covered that two weeks ago. It's, do we keep talking about these issues to make sure that somebody is? Or do we focus on the overarching loss of democracy? I think there's room for both. I didn't go to school, law school, so... I don't know much about that stuff, but I do know what affects me personally, such as erosion of science education in public schools and governors proclaiming that Christians have priority over Muslims and so on and so forth. So I'll stick with that because it's what I I know. I'd say there's room for skirmishes and main battles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd say you just... When something big happens, of course you're going to want to discuss it. You want to clarify your position on it, but you can't forget so, the little fights too. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. We'll talk about the Cheeto in the room, but you know, there's lots of lots of uh, shit that we would still cover anyways. And now, should okay. So if we stick with the analogy, uh, the 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 Mongol invading Mongol horde analogy. Huh. If you abandon and the, okay, the Mongol horde is actually a very poor example because they destroyed everyone who opposed them. I was thinking of a much more conventional fight, mm. uh, like like European armies fighting against, against each other in the Middle Ages. Uh, if you don't defend the villages, then if you do defeat the invading army, the villagers will rise up and kill you because <laughs> they're the first step against the wall. True. If. For for example, if white men only focus on attacks on the rule of law, checks and balances in the press, they will lose all credibility with minorities, women. Yeah, it's true. The LGBT community. You know, I, I hear people, I hear that, that stupid people saying, you know, people, <laughs> they... Some people get upset if you are protesting for like women's rights. So like, why aren't you supporting the the rights of black people or these animals or this or that? And well, you can you can do more than one thing, right? If you're pro refugee, then that means you're anti vet. No, like, <laughs> there's room for both. If you're pro refugee, why aren't you out? You know, why are you just pro-refugee? Why don't you get out there and support women's rights or this or that? I'm like, well, you can do more than one thing. Well, and you, well, okay, some people can do more than one thing. Others have limited time. And so they pick one issue that they care about. Even though they care about more issues, they pick one to focus on. Because if you ignore, if you only say, if everybody just focused on uh, women's rights only, then there would be no opposition on any attacks on the rights of Muslims, blacks, gays. It would all just be all the focuses on women's rights. And that's okay for, you know, 
if, if people that's don't your have focus, the energy or the mental awesome. capacity to be involved in ever in, in all the wrongdoings you'd burn out you'd move to the netherlands <laughs> um so <laughs> they yeah, wouldn't take us <laughs> those of us who have a passion about certain things such as secularism need to fight for that because not everybody else in the population has the time or energy to do so yeah and women's so. rights and black la- rights and <laughs> etc and if everybody focused on one yeah nobody would then be focusing on the others and those would all lose and they are all important so we need people focusing on different people focusing on each one yes oh. split up your forces so that they're <laughs> evenly attacking the i don't know i lost the i lost the analogy <laughs> so that you're fighting the invading force on all fronts yeah, yeah that's that's we want you want to make kind of. we need to make sure that we lose as little ground as possible i am all for the all fronts all quiet on the western front no no it's not right <laughs> no. now no uh so i the, the big question with this is are we still relevant yeah is what we do still relevant i think so i know so because you get feedback that says you are and yeah. even if it's just one person every six months that's still one person <laughs> all right hint, we need more feedback hint <laughs> <laughs> yeah come on i love elf but you know i'm sure there's more than more people out there so yeah yeah I love you, elf. thank you and he doesn't send us feedback so much as newspaper clippings well hey well, that's actually it is, helpful. It is actually really cool getting newspaper clippings from Bangkok. Yeah. Fucking Bangkok. Yeah. And yeah, that is, is really cool. Uh, it's just, it, it's kind I'd of I'd rather funny. have a vacation there, but, you know, <laughs> articles are cool too. But it is funny getting uh, newspaper clippings from a foreign land. It is pretty cool. Hey, if we, if we fly over there, can we stay at your place, man? What do you say? I think he's already agreed to that. In my mind, he has. (laughs) Therefore, just need the money. All right, let's go ahead and take a break, and then we've got lots of news. Uh, This time, I've got it categorized into angry, (laughs) funny, (laughs) good, and science. Yay! Mm. Which science you could also just put in under good news. (laughs) All right, so, break. Atheist Nomads is proudly brought to you by Archway Hosting. Check out their low-price, full-featured hosting solutions at archwayhosting.com. That's A-R-C-H-W-A-Y hosting.com. Hey, we're also brought to you by listeners just like you. Find out how you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Atheist Nomads. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Atheist Nomads. All right, we're going to start out the angry news with three updates on stories that we have already discussed to some degree. Um, first off, despite all the calls, emails, and tireless efforts of Senate Democrats, only two Republicans crossed party lines in opposition of Betsy DeVos and her mm-hmm. confirmation. And Vice President Pence actually cast the tie-breaking vote confirming her appointment to Secretary of Education. Yeah, that son of a bitch sent out a White House letter. I got it in my email saying that pence broke the tie that was not cool like 
at your work email? <laughs> no, no. Uh, oh. Whitehouse.gov sent oh. out an email. You know, I, I was used to the ones from Obama occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a cold smack to the face with a, you know, a, a frozen trout of fucking pence. Yeah, that was great. A frozen trout would literally knock you out. How about a wet trout? Yeah, the whole vice president breaking ties in the Senate. What he's there for, right? It is. It's really his only job. And so it's everybody's who has... Until somebody kills Trump, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, But like Idaho, those guys remained on the on the fence the whole time up to i mean we knew that they were going to vote with the republican party nobody but, considered them on the fence they claimed to be on the fence okay they claimed to be on the mm. fence everybody knew they weren't <laughs> they were already bought they didn't yeah. get fifty thousand dollars they both got money did they yeah well, just Christian wait Crapo? i mean they'll probably get donations and thanks you know in four years yeah yep. everybody Couple years actually it, it was something like 47 of the Senate Republicans had all gotten somewhere in the tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations recently from the DeVos family. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, I believe it was Bernie Sanders that called her out for her and her family donating somewhere north of $200 million to various campaigns over the Uh years. Yep. And they're just fine with that. Well, of course they're fine with it. They got the money. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to say no to one of your biggest donors. No. You need that that money continue to come in. Because, let's face it, Congress does not make laws. They raise money for re-election. Lobbyists write the laws and then give these senators and representatives campaign contributions i'm doing air quotes which don't work on a podcast serious air quotes people (laughs) they give them campaign contributions to go along with the bill that then gets submitted with that senator or representative's name on it yeah Uh, podcasts are a serious visual medium uh yeah sometimes the the legislators the the senators whoever uh, introduced these bills you know more air quotes uh don't even change the name of the, the uh, lobbyist group on the on the heading of the yeah. bill. It's great. It's really lazy legislation. It, they they don't have at least time. pretend it's your fucking idea. They don't have time to legislate because they're all being forced to spend all of their time fundraising. Yeah, that's why I'm totally in favor of getting money out of politics. Yeah, and, and term limits. Look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of our Idaho safe. Idaho bad boys is trying to bring that up. We'll see how far it gets. Yeah, but I, I didn't write to Senator Rich or Rich or douchebag. You did? I did. <laughs> oh. I did, and I got a reply saying thank you for sharing your opinion. Oh. Mm-hmm. I wrote to... It will be considered. I wrote to Crapo, and he said that he was holding off on making a decision because he was going to be reviewing her qualifications for the position and listening to the uh, voices of the constituents. Wait, is his name really Crapo? Uh-huh. Okay. Mike Crapo. And C-R-A-P-O, pronounced Crapo, usually. Eh, yeah, Crapo. Yeah. I'll go with Crapo. 
All right. So yeah, who's we, the we, next for, one? For our Idaho politicians, you've got Butch Otter. <laughs> the lieutenant governor is Little. Uh, we've got... Oh, there's some somebody, somebody else with a funny name in uh, the the state government. And then our senators are Rich and Crapo. <laughs> we, we, we have yeah. great, great names for, for politicians. Okay, so up next, uh, we previously reported that Jerry Falwell Jr. had been offered Secretary of Education or was possibly going to be offered it. And that may have actually been true. Um, he's now. We were hoping it was a lie, yeah. but it was true. He's saying that he now saying that he turned it down, but was offered it. But he's now been appointed <laughs> to a task force designed to deregulate higher education. The fuck? Now, before we get onto that, um, I'm. It's actually kind of sad that Falwell wasn't didn't take up the offer to take the education department because at least he has experience in education. Versus well, I mean, our Secretary of Education. What? I mean, that's with what? Liberty University? <laughs> um, Purdue? No, it's like Liberty or Patriot. It's one of the two bad ones. Pretty sure. Liberty. Okay. Yeah, he's president so, of Liberty University. I mean, that, that doesn't count for much, but that's still like light years ahead of DeVos. Yeah. I've been singing uh, the Corolla uh, DeVille uh, song stuck in my head, but with DeVos instead, and it, it works. <laughs> I really, at least, you know, <laughs> at least Falwell has seen a school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this... Even this, a half-assed one. This whole, uh, so this this task force he's being a task put in force. charge of. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm assuming that the president has set up uh-huh. to D. De- Deregulate. Deregulate. Higher education. Okay. So this must be like because something really bad happened. Well, Obama was trying to force colleges and universities to be inclusive of trans people and treat them with dignity and let them use bathrooms. Bastards. It's it's a curse. So I'm sure they're going to try to get rid of all of that. They'll probably try to get try and get rid of what is it? Title nine rules that oh, require fuck. equal sports mm. yeah yeah even though that one gets skirted all the time like at walla walla there was all the official girls teams and an equal number of official boys teams and then there were club teams for men's soccer and men's hockey and i think baseball hmm. so there were more men's teams than women's teams it's just only some were official exactly well oh man so title it's nine a burning is building it's, it's a tire fire is what this is <laughs> uh title nine is a portion of the united states education amendments of 1972 uh basically in part no person in the united states shall on the basis of sex be excluded from participation in be denied the benefits of or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. Yeah. So sounds reasonable. Yeah. Now, but we're, we're in the, we're in a state of not reasonable. So fortunately (laughs) removing those rules, at least the strictest version of them would require an act of Congress. Well, they got the numbers. I think that's one that Democrats would actually... They're just dumb enough to do it. 
And the Democrats haven't really been showing a good face. Yeah, Sorry, Democrats. Cause, yeah, because it gets worse. Uh, just just found out that um, Jeff Sessions got confirmed as uh, Trump's Attorney General. Oh, yeah, great. Tire so fire. That, yeah, that one just came out a few minutes ago, I guess. Well, and what was especially fun with that one was uh, Elizabeth Warren started reading. <sighs> Uh, Mrs. King's letter yeah, to the Scott Senate. King. Uh-huh. That, that's from like 1986, and that shit's still perfectly relevant. And she got booted from the Senate chambers and prohibited from speaking. Yeah, because she was uh, essentially bad-mouthing uh, Jeff Sessions. Yep. Which, yeah, I call Isn't that the whole point of one. a confirmation hearing is to... Yeah, listen to the no, good I stuff mean, she, and then listen to the bad stuff. And the word the words she was speaking are f- were from Credit Scott King. So who gives a fuck? Well, the, the uh, and and then uh, just later after Elizabeth was booted, uh, that letter got read anyways by yeah. another Democrat, a male by men. Yeah, yeah, and nobody tried to stop them. Yeah, so fuck. Yeah, you don't them. shut down Elizabeth Warren. So I, I see several issues with this. One, they shut up a woman and let men say the same thing. Yo. That is fucked up. Yo. Uh, two, not allowing you to badmouth the person whose confirmation is being considered. You might hurt their feelings. Is insane. How can you Whoa. have a meaningful confirmation hearing? If you can't say bad things about the person. Well, that big-eared fuck Tom Cotton sure likes to badmouth people when they're, you know, having his turn. <laughs> that was a few months back. He was talking shit himself. Oh, man. So, it, so, <laughs> oh, and, and this whole rule that they can't badmouth each other. It is in the Constitution that senators can judge their own members including removing them from the Senate, which how can they do that if they can't badmouth each other? Because mm. you're going to have to say something mean about someone to be able to try to get them removed from the chambers. I do not agree with this good person over here. My esteemed colleague who is full of shit. Who yeah. is a steaming pile of... <laughs> yeah, good one, good one. Ah, fuck. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, this is an update that's on still in the angry section, but it's actually a happy one. <laughs> okay. Uh, federal Judge James Robart, a George W. Bush appointee out of Seattle, granted an injunction against Trump's travel ban in response to a lawsuit brought by the states of Washington and Minnesota. All right. And at this time, everything has returned to how it was before Trump's executive order. And this includes allowing refugees who have visas to enter the U.S. Such as sick babies. Yeah. Who is doing well at an Oregon hospital, apparently. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Trump has went out of his way to uh, talk so much shit about that judge and saying that, uh, you know, bad people are going to pour into our country and that's bad. And, you know, it's on the judge's head if something happens. And what gives this judge the right? Oh, I don't know. The Constitution? Yeah. There are three (laughs) independent... Three branches of government? Three independent and equal branches. Uh, For a good reason. 
Like, the judiciary was explicitly created to make sure that presidents don't become dictators and that Congress <laughs> doesn't just start beating up on minorities. I did get the smallest glimmer of nice feelings for uh, the probably Supreme Court t- justice to be, um, what was his name, uh, Gorsuch? Yeah. Uh, he actually came out and said that Trump's remarks about our Seattle judge uh, called him disheartening and demoralizing. Mm. So, I mean, for a judge that hasn't been appointed yet, I mean, that's pretty strong language. Okay. It's about as strong as you're going to get without, you know, getting kicked off the Senate floor. But <laughs> I should also point out that uh, U.S. District Judge uh, uh, James Robart, the the judge from Seattle that mm-hmm. you know stopped all this shit, is actually a George W. Bush appointee. Yeah, yeah I he's fairly with that. conservative, isn't he? Did you? Okay. Yep. So yeah, he is definitely conservative. Uh-huh. I would think. So yeah, realistically, yeah. okay, a Bush appointee. Realistically, he's probably somewhere between middle right to far right. But unless you're insanely far right, well, heck, Trump's not even far right. He's far often fascist. crazy land. Yeah, which is not necessarily yeah. hard right. No. Yeah, Trump. No, Trump's fucking scattergun. He's a fucking shotgun on the chart. But, yeah, this is good to see. Definitely good to see. What was disheartening was, yeah, Trump's reaction. The fact that he took to Twitter and threw a tantrum. Oh, like everything he does. His Twitter account has become a joke. Oh, he he also had a tantrum about Elizabeth Warren. Oh, oh, he did? What did he say? Woman. She's she's a loser. No, I, I I don't remember what the, the details of that were, but she's, a disaster. she's got a vagina. She's a loser. It's bad. Vagina bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, this has gone to the appeals court, and this is the Ninth Circuit. Everybody uh-huh. knows how the Ninth Circuit is going to decide. Oh Guam, <laughs> they're on the Ninth Circuit too. Yeah. <sighs> Goodness. So are we. <laughs> I know. I just felt like going, doing a shout out to Guam. <laughs> All right. So, Wesley, what? Um, what, what would oh, yeah. Jesus think about this this uh, Muslim ban? Well, uh, yeah, uh, apparently Jesus would be in favor of it. Uh, I think Jesus would actually, you know, want to uh, get rid of all these horrible horrible uh, interlopers okay oh yeah Uh, interesting (laughs) yeah uh off of brian fisher you know our lovely uh friend uh he wants to build that high wall and keep those bad you know read brown people out and during during the show uh fisher's uh i guess producer slash buddy jeff reed says I don't want this to sound sacrilegious, but isn't Jesus or God the Father doing some extreme vetting on who he's allowing to spend eternity with him and who's not? So, wow, extreme vetting, just like Trump is, because Because we're God. Yeah, that is some incredible stretching. (laughs) Extreme vetting. Yeah. Stretch Armstrong stretching. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're vetting people at 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 extreme uh just just to just to keep them out of our country because obviously they're bad. 
all people it's, are bad. Wow. Because oh my God. I, I'm so sure that in all reality, the Jesus character that we see in the Bible would probably graciously welcome and encourage the welcoming of refugees because I they need were, help. I thought there was a, a specific Bible verses that say exactly that. Uh, Old Testament, there's some verses about... Nobody you know, pays attention to the Old Testament. Treat the... You know, be kind to the, the foreigner within your gates. Yeah, yeah. As long as he or she is not Muslim. <laughs> there were no Muslims then. <laughs> Muhammad is crazy. And those... But there were no Will Muslims be. then. And, Will be. And even if you look at the Old Testament one, those foreigners would be expected to be pagan. Ooh, that's even worse. Fuck. Throw forward. Pagan. Uh. Did you say bacon? I said throw forward pagan. Oh, oh I thought you said bacon. You got me all excited over nothing. Okay, fine. <laughs> all right. Pagan bacon. The mayor of Ooh. Rienzi, Mississippi, removed the mm. Christian flag that the city had flying over Veterans Memorial Park after FFRF threatened a lawsuit. Yay! Those fucking evil FFRF people. Reportedly God. a lawsuit for half a million dollars. <laughs> and this lasted until a hundred people took part in a rally supporting the flag. So the mayor raised it back up, and I expect FFR FFRF's lawsuit will be filed almost as quickly. A hundred people. Hooray. The town only has three hundred residents. Jesus. Well, that's a sizable amount of the town. All right. <laughs> Realistically, if a hundred people uh, show up to a rally in a town of three hundred. I'd be surprised if more than 25 actually live in the town. <laughs> As mayor, I would be uh, fear for my life. Fear for my life. Well, okay. So, FFF is going to sue and, you know, they're going to win and that town is going to go bankrupt. All right. Uh-huh. Oh, and the man. lawyers will win. Yeah. And doesn't also, matter what side you're on. By the look of the... At, of the uh, the the pictures from the rally, it looks like the makers of the Christian flags are also winning because people were carrying so so many of them. What is it? What the is a Christian tag flag? On the bottom of the flag. Uh, this was something. What? Hmm? If you look at the tag on the bottom of the flag, they all say "Made in China." <laughs> <laughs> so this is a flag that a Christian pastor in. I think Virginia designed in the 1890s for some like teen proto scouting type organization or something like that. Oh. And then it's been adopted broadly since. What does it look like? There is a white banner and in the upper left hand corner it's a blue it's blue with a red cross on it. Hmm. Okay. Now you know what to look for, people who have eyes oh, and ears. If you see a red cross in that small of a portion of a flag, you know it's not European. Because they mm. their crosses on their flags cover the whole thing. I did not know that. Nobody's compensating for anything with their size of their crosses, <laughs> huh? <laughs> mm. uh, okay, for another... Uh, we're still on angry, yeah. <laughs> A recent poll found that 32% of Americans believe that being a Christian is necessary to really be an American. Oh. This compares with 15% of Europeans and Canadians and 13% of Australians with similar views. Right. So what you're saying is 68% of the people aren't assholes. 
Yay! Yay. I like that. Yeah. Glass half full kind of thing. But 32% of Americans think that we aren't really American. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing that's the 32% of Americans that shop at Walmart. (laughs) Wait, I shop at Walmart. (laughs) Fuck. Ah. Uh, no, those are the ones that are say it's okay to do a test to uh, in, during the extreme vetting. Extreme! Now, it's funny is that's the same number of people who think that you have to be born in the U.S. to really be American. Hmm. Ah. So, why facts. Why bother having a test? Facts. Or, or maybe it's that 32% of Americans are just bigoted assholes. Yeah. And what's sad is at least <laughs> half of those don't realize it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's actually kind of encouraging mm. okay 32 percent of americans is bigoted assholes that is a terrifying number but the, like you brought up 68 percent aren't that's still like 100 million people or some shit that's a lot of fuckers yeah <laughs> yeah like i said uh, okay angry slash scary <laughs> <laughs> yay oh, man. all right so uh Oh, I should have put this one up earlier, but Lauren, uh, oh. what, did, what did our our lovely governor Butch Otter have to say? Well, <laughs> uh, our our governor, um, who is governor of a state that accepts a lot of refugees, went mm. ahead and said that he thought Christian refugees should be given priority. Mm. Okay, oh. so backlash. Um, people were mad. He's doubled down on it. <laughs> he says that it's just a preference. That is, I guess, not discrimination. It's just preference, which the United States has always done. So the way he sees it is that Christians are marginalized and terrorized and murdered in these Muslim countries. And so they should be given priority over just the regular Muslims who are showing up. The problem with that, though, is that all refugees are basically there to save their lives. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what religion they are. So... What he's missing is, yes, there have always been preferences in immigration policies. Uh, And most of the time, those have been bullshit and racist. Exactly. There's (laughs) always been preferences. That doesn't mean that there always should be. Like in the 1800s, if you were white, you would have preference on immigration over somebody who was brown. And if you spoke English, you would have preference over somebody who didn't. Now, it's more along the lines of, if you have a career that we need, you get preference. So, if you're a software engineer, or a doctor, or a nurse, or an engineer in general, welcome, welcome. If you're anybody else, fuck you. If you're a teacher, who gives a fuck? We don't pay our teachers anything anyway. But refugees have always been different. These are people who, if they stay in their country, have reasonable expectation of being dead or losing everything yeah well i've heard a lot of uh, gop rumors that you know muslims are by far the 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 people that are getting refugeed into the u.s that are getting accepted and that's just not true i mean it's fairly 50 50 ish between christian and non-christian yeah. Yeah. It, so, so so it's not like there's a a a giant gap of, you know, oh, we're not letting in any Christians. No, that's pretty much bullshit. 
Yeah, and it's just it's just sad that he doubled down on it. Is mm-hmm. when they called him out on it, he said he admitted that he should not have answered the question, <laughs> yeah. and s- instead said, "quote I think it's not discriminatory. I think it's preference. I'm okay with religious preference." It's like okay. Yeah. Now I know how where to put you well, on the pedestal of hatred. And, and one of the things that's so asinine about the, the these these bands like this is the countries that are on the list are ones that are in the middle of civil wars or damn near close to it or have very oppressive totalitarian regimes. Of mm. course those are countries with major security concerns. If they weren't People wouldn't need asylum from them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how things work. You don't need asylum if nobody's trying to kill you. (laughs) Yeah, well. I I seek asylum from this this insanity. Let's take another break (laughs) and then we have some funny news. We love hearing from our listeners. You can email us at contact at atheistnomads.com. Tweet us at Atheist Nomads. Send us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Atheist Nomads. Or better yet, call us and leave us a message at 541-203-0666. We might even play it on the show. You can also help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast directory of choice. I was kind of going for an Agent Smith kind of thing with that. Okay. So you know what I was going with. So, Alex Anderson... Alex Jones did a, of InfoWars, uh, crazy mm. conspiracy theorist nutbag. Um, yep. He went to Facebook with a live stream shortly before he did his coverage of the Super Bowl, or at least his program while the Super Bowl was going on. And while watching this, the comments on the Facebook video were hilarious. Mm. Normally you see comments and it's infuriating. No, this one was about how much of an idiot he is. Oh, they were glorious. But uh, anyway, he was very, very concerned about her performance, and I had to trim this way, way down because there was lots of absolute insanity. Uh, (laughs) But he included in it a lengthy description of how sports are all about controlling people, about how Bush Sr. was going to be doing the coin toss, and he created the New World Order. And here is... Senior. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, after the fall of the Soviet Union, which happened during Bush Senior's time, uh, mm-hmm. he created the, the New World Order. Oh. Well, and yeah. so, so let's start with the crazy way that he described Lady Gaga. And yes, I did trim this one for the sake of brevity. <laughs> but now we hear about Lady Gaga, who admittedly was part of the whole Pizzagate situation with the spirit cooking lady, the Aleister Crowley events. She admits she has someone sleep in her room with her at night because she believes a demon's going to attack. Sure. <laughs> Believable. Okay, Pizzagate. Um, yeah, sex ring going on, child sex ring going on in the basement of a pizzeria being run by Hillary Clinton when Clinton had no involvement with the pizzeria and the, it didn't even have a basement. <laughs> but a right-wing radical this showed up with the, the machine okay. gun. Yeah, showed up to save the chillins. Uh, and got talked down. The spirit oh. cooking bit? Well, I, I don't even fucking know. I'm clueless. It's like <laughs> it's like he's speaking English, but the words don't make sense. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's word vomit. And 
Whether or not she needs someone to sleep in her room with her because she's afraid that demons are going to come and get her is irrelevant because either that's a lie, which I'm leaning towards, or it's mental illness. Either way, you don't... That's not good grounds to... Either way, fucking demons aren't real. And, yeah. Putting that one out there. Just saying. (laughs) So I'm sorry. Is it just me, or or does Alex Jones look like a 50 year old uh, uh, Charlie Brown? Want 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 want. All right. So then, after this, he went into his whole history of sports as a a element of of controlling the masses. It is. And then he got to what he thinks Lady Gaga was going to be doing with her her halftime show. And I also had to trim this for brevity. (laughs) She's reportedly going to be on top of the Super Bowl, ruling over everyone with drones everywhere, surveilling them in a big swarm to just condition them that I am the goddess of Satan, ruling over you with with the rise of the robots in in a ritual of lesser magic. They have to tell you what they're planning in the future. So they're saying, the rise of the machines is here. You were broken, you were fallen, and I squat on top of you and basically piss all over you. Oh, you know, some people pay good money for that sort of thing. I've heard Trump pays good money for that sort of thing. (laughs) Wow, I don't even know where to start with that one. Let's start with um, the fact that he thinks it's some kind of satanic ritual. Okay. So, uh, hail Satan. (laughs) Or drones equal magic. Drones equal lesser magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, um, I I watched. Okay, so so satanic ritual. Uh, I I watched it. We had the volume down. We had uh, like twelve people over. There was lots of talking. It was noisy, so we kept the TV quiet. So I didn't really hear any of the performance, but I saw it, and it was she was singing. And the only offensive thing I saw with it was when she spiked the microphone. Yeah, he has a Don't thing about fucking hurt a mic. Yeah. These things are expensive and delicate. Um, we did make fun of the fact that she looked like a robotic football player, and I think that was well, kind yeah, of the point. It's kind of fucking the Super Bowl. Cross so. between a football player mm-hmm. and a, uh, like, Viking warrior. Okay. It was well, an interesting, be- a little bit of Mad Max. It was an interesting yeah. costume. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was, but not satanic. Uh, I would not say it was satan- satanic at all. Meredith watched her and just you know, watched the video of that performance and said it was good. And I, mm-hmm. I, while she was watching, I listened to the music. It was a, it was a good medley. I, I, I am in favor. All right. So the, the drones, yeah. um, these were provided by and sponsored by Intel and they provided for a very interesting light show. Hmm. That's all the drones did. Light yeah, show. They, yeah. yeah they didn't robot masters take over anybody's soul or anything. It, Okay, so now... They're just conditioning us for it when it comes. Oh, that's right, that's right. They didn't actually do anything. They're just conditioning us to fear them. Because our our robot overlords are rising. The rise of the machines. And peeing on us? With magic? No, we're not getting onto the peeing yet. So, rise of the (laughs) machines and magic. Yeah. Do you need the magic or do do you need the technology? Because you don't need... Both, dude, dude, dude. I mean, it depends on what role playing system you're using. (laughs) 
What, what was that? I wrestling? Like if, if, if it depends on the role playing system you're using, if like you're using a, the TRS. Oh, true. So, uh, uh, Gimp? You, you could actually have like techno mages. So Pretty cool. it'd be kind of a cross between technology and magic. I mean, not to get too technical. Yeah. Yeah. So look but, into riffs. Well, and of course, cool system. he chose the term Rise of the Machines. Very uh, Terminator. Terminator. Yeah. He does Which, feel a lot of movie themes. And if you want to hear more about Terminator, uh, go back to uh, Sci-Fi Nomads episode three. <laughs> Sci-Fi Nomads dot com slash three. Uh, but oh man this is this is weird well it's mentally ill yeah okay yeah <laughs> and, and okay and then she was pissing on us allegedly mm. well she started mm. at the top of the arena and then loaded Lots of down wires. with yeah. a lot yeah a lot of wires and a peter pan-esque yeah oh that's just good performance. You know what? If if she was streaming while she was like wire working down, I think somebody would have caught that shit on tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking 4K high def oh, bullshit. There were yeah, and the FCC would have loved you to find. <laughs> we know they watch for malfunctions going on during Super Bowl halftime shows, they're and they wishing do find. For, they're hoping for it. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. government censors. They need something to do. Yeah, they're fucking bored. Poor, poor government uh, censors. Come on. I mean, like, Janet Jackson flashed, like, half a nipple and the fucking internet lit up. Ah, uh, the days when the, the internet was young. And I mean, half the population those, was still on dial-up. Oh, come on. No, really, was it that long ago? <laughs> to those, like, maybe five, six years ago. That was 2004. Was, was it? Wow. Yeah. Huh. I was they in college. That was 12 okay. years ago. I missed it because I was getting pizza. <laughs> you didn't miss much <laughs> it was just a little nip slip <laughs> all right so wesley um yeah. what's obama up to now that he's out of office well uh it depends on who you ask you know he could be down on the little island with his family staying with richard branson and learning how to like kite sail or some shit or he Looking kite happiest. sail or take over the world he could be on the phone talking to all the groups of uh, Satanists around the U.S. trying to, you know, kill or just usurp Trump. Yeah. So I'm okay yeah. with that. <laughs> you know, I would. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would have gotten the memo if this was happening. I'm just putting that out there. Uh, maybe so, the wrong um, kind of Satanist. Yeah. That's the great thing about Satanists, though, is they're very inclusive. Half of one, you know. Okay, so, (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah, this is coming from the weird and wild mind of your friend and mine, Rick Wiles. Uh, Rick says, we are witnessing a full-blown Marxist-communist resistance movement, a revolution in America. The chief banker funding the Purple Revolution is billionaire George Soros, of course, surprise, and the chief community organizer directing the insurrection in the streets is none other than that, Barack Hussein Obama. My gut feeling says Barack Obama is on the phone day and night. He is directing the protests. He is organizing. He is giving clear instructions to the people what to do and how to carry it out. Huh. Wow. Holy shit. What a fantasy so, world. <laughs> I mean, 
they took our guns, you know, from fucking everything that Obama was supposed to do and, you know, never got around to it. And now he's still the fucking boogie oogie man. Come on, guys. Let the man kite fucking break. Yeah. And yeah, if only we had that organized resistance movement. I mean, seriously, he's on some little fucking. He's somewhere down in the Gulf of Mexico, staying with fucking Richard Branson, you know, the guy with the giant hair that wants to make airplanes in outer space, virgin, yeah. you know, all that shit, yeah. Um, the, the guy who's obsessed with, with virgins. Yeah, sure. With all of yeah. his virgin companies. Yeah, and who's not Muslim, but still obsessed with virgins, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> Holy shit, just let the dude have a breath. Man, what the no fuck? No breath for you. <laughs> holy shit rick wiles get a fucking life man get a oh, real job man. well let's talk about a sane nun oh this is a argentinian nun in spain who has been getting death threats since she suggested that mary and joseph probably had sex what she said i think mary was in love with joseph and they were a normal couple and having sex is a normal thing it's hard to believe and hard to take in. We've ended up with the rules we've invented without getting the true message. I think the church has had a poor attitude uh, to it for a long time and has swept it a bit under the carpet. It wasn't a taboo subject. It was more something that was considered dirty or hidden. It was the denial of what I believe to be a blessing. So, as I recall, isn't Jesus, like, doesn't he have an older brother? At he, least? It, it, in the story in the Bible, he has brothers. It but, doesn't say anything about their age. It just talks about Mary and Jesus's brothers, or Jesus's mother and brothers showing up. I, I always thought that he had like a. An, I, I never understood Jesus to be the oldest. So there is, as far as what's in the story, um, the only reference to him having brothers is that and James, the brother of Jesus. Yeah. That's all that's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Everything else is Catholic tradition that Jesus's brothers must have been Joseph's from an earlier marriage. Well, all I'm saying is that, you know, if you're back in those kind of days and you got a wife, you're probably getting some. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's always kind of been my thought that, you know, Mary just, you know, got knocked up on the side. You know, she had a she had her own little piece on the side and she was enjoying something, something, and, you know, got pregnant by accident. And she's like, look, God, God did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, of course, uh, I go more with just the approach of anybody who's even trying to come up with uh alternative explanations is giving the story way too much credibility <laughs> yeah but yeah I, I i still like the idea of mary having a piece on the side uh one one <laughs> one version of it i've heard is that she was raped by roman soldiers well, which would have put her in very very much trouble with the the jews and her community so she went with uh it, it's god god did it yeah <laughs> Obviously, God did it. <laughs> but what's so 
Like, okay, I put this in funny, which... No, there's actually nothing funny about this. A nun actually said something reasonable. And... <laughs> gets death threats for it. Reason. Oh, What's the reaction? The death threats are what's funny. Yeah. Uh, Everybody likes to think of Mary as the virgin. So... It's Catholic dogma. She's virgin forever. Ah! And the, the the biggest problem, and this is, you know, like Catholics have a like doctrine of dogma that it is sacred and it is important and it is what matters. But dogma is like, that's the thing I have the most problem with, whether it's it's Catholic dogma or anybody else's. It's saying this is true because it is true. No, that is bullshit well, it's only true the, if there is evidence that it is true straight and, from the lips of kevin smith dogma is dog shit <laughs> yeah look that youtube video up you'll find it guys all right and uh lauren you've got this is hilarious okay what is funnier <laughs> than a judge who believes that if he could have his way the internet would be gone and all social media sure Eliminate the internet completely. Well, this judge has decided to take his wrath down on a young man who um, was convicted of statutory rape. And of a 14-year-old girl. Yes. Yeah. He's got a history of 30. He's admitted to a history of 34 partners. And so Which, the judge mm-hmm. has ordered him to remain celibate until marriage. I just want to know... Is this his son or something? Because there's no way he's going to be able to watch that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, it is Twin Falls, Idaho. Yes. And so, that son of a bitch is doing some serious fucking victim blaming here. Well, okay, so... It's let, obviously her fault because she is on the internet. Let's start with with the... At the time, he was 18 or 19. 19, she, yeah. Depending well, on when his birthday was. Now. No, he's 20 now, and this happened in 2015. Uh, the girl was 14. Uh, so, okay, yes, that is most definitely rape. Whoa. Blaming it on social media? Yeah, that's probably how they met. It's the darn internets. But that's irrelevant? This, the internet this, is for porn. This white guy is uh, getting away from a 15-year prison sentence. You know? <laughs> yes, uh, her did plead guilty to one felony count of rape, but by his own admission, the judge said Herrera had 34 sexual encounters with separate inv- individuals while still in his, in his teens, and his attitude was, well, I'm going to use young children for sexual gratification. So they finally asked him, okay, how are they going to um, check for compliance? And uh, he decided that he's going to test the no sex rule with polygraphs. Yeah. That the probation officer is going to ask him, have you done this, this, or this? And depending on those answers, then he may end up back in jail. Even though polygraphs aren't admissible in court. Tell that to the judge. Ah. I mean, this isn't like a consensual underage rape. This is, you know, the dude snuck into her bedroom to supposedly watch a movie with her, but he can't 
fondling her. She told him to stop. He then raped her without a condom. I mean, there's there's nothing cutesy about what he did. No, no, he no. belongs in jail. Yeah. Plain and simple. Oh, and then he goes off on an old man tirade. It's, Our society has come to the point of, I don't even know how to explain it, you know? I'm 66 years of age, which isn't that old. Well, when I was 19 years of age, the sexual proclivities of young people wasn't anything, anything like I see today. Well, and if he is so out of touch with the world today, he needs to retire. Yeah, yeah. there we go. I mean, if you're you're so much of a fucking potato farmer that, you know, you didn't see people until you're, you know, into your teens, then fuck off and get out of being ju- a judge. Now, you don't know what people are. One thing that is kind of sad is if he does actually make this a requirement of probation, it would actually just be telling him to follow Idaho state law. Because in Idaho law, sex before marriage is illegal. Sure. Also, anything other than penis and vagina sex is illegal. Pornification is still on the books. It is hmm. completely unenforceable, but it's on the books. Sure. It's hilarious. Polygraph so, test. Jesus. One thing I definitely see as a concerning thing here is that if the judge does go through with this and just gives him probation with the no fornicating rule... He will appeal it. <laughs> and walk away with no punishment. Yep. Yeah, well, that's what the judge set up. Uh, um, this was supposed to be mean, funny. The, the- it was funny when before you guys got all serious and started reading well, it. Well, the well, yeah, I, I, I saw this story before you put it in the, into the notes here. Uh, the judge even uh, noticed Herrera's level of remorse and noted that the young man's proclivities, uh, he has a taste for pornography and an astounding number of partners and fantasies of sex with a 13-year-old girl. So, yeah, I mean, this is, this dude is fucking trolling for young girls. And, yeah, he's still going to be out. Yay. Oh, and, and Wesley, your article is nowhere near as good as the one that Lauren had. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He was 18 at the time. He The sentence actually has been handed down. That was last week. Yeah. Uh, five to 15 years, suspended in favor of rehabilitation. Right. And probation. But he's freaking 19. Why not give him a second chance at life? Just be, I mean, I don't know. What he did was terrible, but no. when you're young, no. you tend to do stupid shit like that. 18-year-old nope. rapes a 14-year-old. 18-year-old needs to go to jail. For the rest of his life, though? I Not mean, for the rest of his life, but... No, he should get his fucking 5, 10, 15 years in jail. Okay, yeah. It needs to be something. If 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 we're going to be... okay, Here's one of the, the, the things that gets me the most, is if you're going to throw people in jail for 15 years for possession of marijuana, but they get off in six months for rape... What I mean, kind of a got, fucked up world do we live in? Brock Turner. <laughs> Brock yeah. Turner. Brock Turner. Six month sentence, and that even that got put down, didn't it? I mean, all you got to do is yeah, say white yeah, college rape time. into Google, and you get stupid amounts of of white guys that get let off all the time for raping women. No, no, he needs and, to go to fucking jail. He needs yeah. to go to fucking 
real man's jail. Well, he's going to appeal it probably. So we'll see what happens. We'll give updates. Yeah. So if we get any. All right. Let's take our final break and then we have some good news. Okay. As a listener of the show, I'm going to assume you love my sexy vocal stylings. If you love the rest of the show as much as my voice, consider giving us the resources we desperately need to purchase quality cocaine and Red Bull. We make it super easy to make a one-time donation or to support us on a per-episode, monthly, or even annual basis using PayPal or Patreon. Find out more at AtheistNomads.com. Use the links on the right side of the page. A dollar an episode is all we ask. All right, I'm going to read a bit from the press release from... Rebecca Friedman of the Humanists of Washington. Yay! The Humanists of Washington celebrates a ceremonial proclamation from Governor Jay Inslee declaring February 12, 2017, Darwin Day in Washington State. Hooray! Yay! Uh, the, the proclamation request was submitted by Rebecca Friedman on behalf of Humanists of Washington as part of the nationwide effort spearheaded by the American Humanist Association and the Secular Coalition for America. And, uh, yeah, it was accepted. I should also say uh, friend of the show, Rebecca uh-huh. uh, Friedman, and uh, wife of Sam, and you know, you know co-host of Ask an Atheist. Yeah, we've had we had yeah. Rebecca. Uh, Becky was on quite a bit for the uh, streamathon. <laughs> she yeah. did great. Oh my gosh! We still haven't actually had Becky on for an actual episode, uh, although yeah. I would love to. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's make it happen next week. I, I also do have the have had this this fun idea for a while of of an episode where it's Lauren, Meredith, and Becky. <laughs> <laughs> so many vagina jokes! Oh my god! Just the women, yeah. Just the women folk, and then of course you'll get somebody calling in saying, "Well, what about the men?" <laughs> Well, that's every other fucking episode. Ah, well, that's and, what they don't understand. And based on the lack of, of misogynist bullshit we've gotten since uh, you've been on the show, I, I can confidently say we have better listeners than everybody else. You guys are awesome and not misogynist assholes. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank it you for be, being they awesome. Could see these titties. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they'd be misogynist assholes if they did. I don't know. I would sway them with my womanly wiles. Oh, oh. okay. So, uh, what, what about science, Lauren? Science! 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 <laughs> All right. Science this week has had some really exciting stuff. One, though, it's kind of sad. The beloved 100-year-old lungfish, which is the oldest known zoo-slash-aquarium fish, has died at the Shed Aquarium. They've had this fish for over 80 years. Wow. This little dude has been a witness to a marriage (laughs) and has seen entire generations grow up in front of him. And people have been looking forward to seeing this lungfish their entire lives. And unfortunately, he has passed away to the watery ether. So, you know, that that's that's too bad. And I feel bad for the people at Shed Aquarium who basically lost a friend. Lungfish are so cool. They're lobe-finned fish, which there aren't many of those left, uh, and a close relative of tetrapods. Mm. Yeah, and way back in the 1930s, they wanted something new to the aquarium, so they uh, got an Australian lungfish, Mm -hmm. and uh, 
Yeah. And looking at this guy, you can definitely see the similarities. The wide, horizontal mouth, the f- kind of flat face with the eyes looks It looks like almost, an old axolotl. Yeah, looks kind of uh, salamander-like. And yeah. the f- four fins that almost look kind of like they want to be legs. Yeah, they kind of want to be. <laughs> they kind of. His name was Granddad. He it, was awesome. It looks... It looks more like a salamander than a uh, fish. Was it rayfin fish? Yeah, but that makes sense since it is more far more closely related to salamanders than the rayfin fish. Yeah, cool. and uh, the aquarium president uh, and CEO Bridget Coughlin said in a statement: "For a fish who spent much of his time imitating a fallen log, he sparked curiosity, excitement, <laughs> and wonder among all guests of all ages." Who would hear his story and learn about the incredible biology that makes his species a living fossil and one of the oldest living vertebrate genera on the planet. Oh, nice. Good job, little dude. All right, so that's that's science one. Sad, but yeah, kind of, you know, heartening too. Mm-hmm. And uh, last but not least, we have some good news here for our male listeners. Um, a promising male contraceptive gel has worked in rhesus monkeys uh, in testing for over a year. So oh, yeah, that's we talked g- about this this gel goo stuff, haven't we? This is a, this must uh, be. This a, is a different I one. looked into it because this must be a different mm-hmm. one. It's called. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have. I don't remember what it's called. Badgerel. Yeah, but it's a different one, different product, uh, similar no, to the other one. Yeah, right. The the one we talked about before was in India. Yeah. And yes. it was actually yep. in human trials and was a silicone plug. This is uh, not silicone. This is a, hmm. a gel. It's like and a plasticky it's kept, gel. kept rhesus monkeys from propagating for over a year, so that's very promising. So, because some of the interesting things, unless you want to go into more detail no, on it. No, that's... Uh, some of the interesting things with it is... You want to mansplain it now? No. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I just snorted. That's awesome. This is, it allows some sperm to pass through, so it minimizes the risk of some of the back pressure that can cause some discomfort for people after vasectomies. Uh, they have found with these monkeys that, yeah, it was effective. Um, they'd previously done a study with rabbits where it was found to be effective and reversible after um, doing a a flush and they're able so they're able to dissolve it and flush it out um they are hoping to move to human trials very soon yeah i think that might be slightly premature because you know they it's a headline kind of yeah, thing I, yeah these guys are, are pushing these contraceptives as much as they can they have to get people excited uh-huh. for them otherwise they'll die um <laughs> no they won't actually die sorry that's not what i meant no. i meant the the study yes Ugh. Awkward. <laughs> no, we do, we're not. Up. We don't kill scientists for failing to come up with good studies. <laughs> and this won't save any men's life. It will help prevent some lives from happening. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. But the so, but I think it's a little bit premature because there's a few things that are in there that I think need a bit more review. Like when they did this with monkeys, they followed up with vasectomies after a year. Hmm. So they were just wanting to see if it would work, but there was no interest in trying to reverse it. They had done that with the rabbits, but it's really awesome doing those studies with primates because primate physiology is a lot closer to us since we are primates. Um, so a lot better than, than a rabbit. 
So definitely cool. They found that it had a lot fewer complications than vasectomies. So that's definitely cool. Uh, it seemed a bit odd that they weren't able to release them back into the normal habitat for a week. That seems like an awfully long recovery for a non-surgical procedure. Mm, yeah, that is something. Um, but if it works, that's that's cool. Um, what they said about trying to move it to humans is that the initial studies would be just looking at, is it effective at preventing pregnancy? And then the second phase would be, is it reversible? Yeah. Which means... They haven't tested the reversibility of it. Well, they did in, in rabbits. In rabbits, yeah, but... Um, which what seems interesting with that is you'd then have to be recruiting a pool of people who don't want kids... But might? But won't freak out if they have one? (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so that's it for news. Uh, We do have uh, a new iTunes review from Java Weasel. Ah, Weasel! yeah. Five stars. Well done, everybody. I look forward to every episode. Being from northwestern Nevada, I find the Idaho-centric points very welcome and close to home. Represent. The laid-back style is very enjoyable. I lift a pint of homebrew to the Atheist Nomads. Cheers. We should totally rock hound together. Here, here. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, we've driven through uh, northern Nevada a few times. Uh, Lauren and I together, north-south, and I've also done the full Uh, (laughs) east-west. Nevada, yeah, not bad. (laughs) That should be a shirt. (laughs) Nevada, uh, not bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry sorry that was, uh, no that's great I, I definitely would love to do some camping in in northwestern nevada yeah there's some good camping spots out there well when we've driven through we've seen all those places uh like right around just below mcdermott where everything all is mountains mountain yeah, range it's all like all of a sudden like you cross the state line and everything's different you're in oregon hmm. one minute and then you're in nevada and it's like oh wow this is this is so much cooler. This is definitely leading towards some place where people get high and party for <laughs> days on end out in the dunes. And it'd be a fun place to explore. And I also do want to get back to Zanio since, yeah, that was a crappy night, but the locals took good care of me. And I, 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 I want to see if my dollar bill is still up at the bar. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All I right. Like place, I like places like that. Yeah. And we are way, way over, and I <laughs> still need to edit tonight, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yay. Um, thank you both for joining. Yay! Listeners, thank Good you show. for listening. Remember, not all those who wander are lost. Thank you for listening to another episode of Atheist Nomads. You can find show notes and contact information at atheistnomads.com. Follow us on Twitter at Atheist Nomads and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atheistnomads. Please subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcatcher of choice. And while you're there, feel free to leave us a review. The music is courtesy of Sturdy Fred. Until next time, this has been the Atheist Nomads.